Welcome back to tonight's intermission report. Merrimack taking on Clarkson here at Cheel Arena in Potsdam, New York. With us, Bob Alfeld. He does the radio for Clarkson. Done it since 1996. And uh, boy, Clarkson coming in on a pretty good. I, I realize the last few games they struggled a bit, but uh, 11th in the country, 12, 6 and 2, 6 and 2 in the ECAC overall. And uh, so it's been a pretty good season so far. You know, it has, Mike. And I was kind of looking at, at Merrimack's stats, and and the the one difference from the teams is just the offense and the fact that Merrimack struggles so much offensively. Clarkson could easily be. In the same boat as Merrimack, uh, all the one-goal games they've won mm-hmm. has been a big deal. And, yeah. and, and you know, uh, I don't think there's no slouch losing to UMass Lowell. Yeah. Or at Vermont. The Vermont game, too. Oh, the Vermont game, too, was kind of a uh, – it'd be fun to play them again. Yeah. <laughs> when – and I think Merrimack's the same boat, too, is the two games in, what, 40 days? Yeah, it's a long right. time. Right. And, and Clarkson played two games in 42 days going to the Vermont game. So, right. you know, it's uh, – it's been an exciting year for the Knights, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one of the guys I wanted to ask you about, obviously we know pretty well, Phil Waugh did a great job as an assistant coach at Merrimack and now here with Clarkson. What's he bringing to the table? Well, I, yeah, he's an alum, uh, really energetic, you know, and and, and I think uh, I think uh, the uh, be, being French-Canadian helps too as we got a couple kids from Quebec in. Uh, Bissett was already coming anyway, but uh, uh, you'll see Jordan Boucher tonight, which I know Phil's been a big part of him. And uh, he connects well with, with Sam LeBrec, who yep. is uh, from Quebec. As well, and Phil's just a—he's a great guy, you know. Uh, underrated as a player, mm-hmm. I think. You know, uh, he had 76 points. Yeah, yeah. He, he played mostly D, a little bit of wing, but uh, of course, he was paired with William Mitchell. It's kind of easy to be <laughs> easy to be uh, easy to be overlooked when you're paired with a guy like that for yeah. his career. But he's a great guy, and it's wonderful to have him back. Well, tell us about this Clarkson team again. Uh, you know, Sam LeBrec, you mentioned him. Uh, had a chance to hear some of the games against Lowell last week, and he played pretty well. Had a couple of goals, so I know he's been one of the guys that's been a key for them. He, you know, uh, the problem has been lately is five-on-five offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey mentioned earlier, like, um, Sexton and McPherson don't have a five-on-five goal in the new year since since the uh, St. Lawrence games. So that's been a problem. Um, but then again, they're also playing against four, well, three, uh, two opponents in four games. You know, four very good games against very good opponents, so they're going to shut down your best line. Um, you're going to see uh, interesting stuff. Uh, the D is their biggest um, is their biggest strength. Uh, T- Kevin Tanzi being back is a big deal. Uh, he missed all of last year out with an injury. And then it's curious to see what, uh, you know, Cap Carey from the Watertown Times asked me, how many times have two Finnish goalies faced off against each other? <laughs> and, that, and I don't know, because Billy, it's our, his first game, so we'll see what he's got, too. So it's going to be a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you were mentioning before, just before we uh, turned on the recorder here, some similarities maybe between the two clubs. Certain, certainly both clubs are very good defensively. They, uh, the night, that's their calling card. It's kind of nights are, uh, you know, in fact, there's a guy walking around the jer- uh, with a Todd White jersey <laughs> downstairs who happened to be Clarkson's last 30 goal scorer. Yeah. And they don't have one of those. There's not a guy that's a pure goal scorer yeah. like like Greg Carey is at St. Lawrence yeah. or uh, maybe Godreau, Godreau is from uh, BC. Right. So it's going to be a very grinded out uh, game. I don't expect much more. If it's 3 2 either night, Probably three two combined both nights yeah, between right. these two teams, so it's going to be a, it's going to be fun to watch and it's exciting to get this going again and playing against UMass Lowell uh, or uh, playing UMass Lowell last weekend. We think Merrimack this weekend, and, and then going back there to play you guys next year down at Lawler. Yep. And we got a good listen to the train whistle there as we're recording this before the game. But uh, 
gives the fans maybe a bit of an idea of the atmosphere here. Tell us about what it's like. Well, it's it'll be a bit quiet tonight. Uh, the students were scheduled to be back in all the weather. They had they made classes optional. Oh. So uh, you won't get Pretty much tonight. Close. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be you'll get a little over two thousand tonight. Maybe tomorrow will be a little bit better. The crowd's been great of late. Obviously, thirty nine hundred against St. Lawrence. Yeah. So it's um, you know we're not where we were when I began, but at the same time the economy's different up here. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, you know it's been a tough time in the area. The colleges do very well. The four schools, not just Clarkson and St. Lawrence, but SUNY Canton and Apostate State, but the the rest of the uh, the county has struggled struggled economically. So that's kind of hurt a bit. But it, you'll get it'll be a nice atmosphere. But it won't, it won't be anything like what, it won't be anything like when you guys play Lowell. <laughs> Well, it's been interesting, I think, over the last few years to watch, I guess, the evolution of the ECAC. I mean, coming up here it reminded me of the, the years, you know, you know it well when Clarkson and St. Lawrence basically ruled the ECAC and Cornell in there as well. And now things have changed a bit where, you know, you've got the schools like Quinnipiac and so on. Obviously, Yale has really come on under, under Keith Elaine and, and uh, have gone as far as you can go. But Clarkson seems to be getting back in the direction of where they were, you know, maybe, maybe you know, back in the late 90s or early 90s. Yeah, George had it going a bit and then it kind of dropped off in the two years there. And, and the second year especially, uh, really had a good chance to go to the final four but didn't and then uh, the three years kind of dropped off and you know I, I, I think they might be a, a bit of a year ahead record wise um, this senior class done very well and another guy Ben Sexton being in the lineup every game has been a big difference he's missed significant time in his first three years so uh, you know there, it, it's the league is overall like when I began doing the radio there was there was at least three teams that you knew you had 10 points against for the year. You know, if he didn't sweep Union or win and tie in the early in the mid '90s, I'm talking then. Right. If he didn't, uh, Dartmouth was bad before Gaudet got there. Yale struggled a bit, or somebody else. So, and now there's no there's no outs. Kind of like hockey East, there's no outs in this league. And, and I think it's been great for Eastern hockey as well to make it to make it, you know, to make the teams out west. Hey, we can play the game. And it's kind of being an Eastern guy. It's kind of nice to say that. Right. Hey, before I let you go, you mentioned Ben Sexton. I wanted to ask you about him. Obviously, the folks back home will be interested to hear. Boston Bruins draft pick. Give us your assessment of him. It's been fun to watch him his whole career because the poor guy, like freshman year, he broke his uh, the, the humerus bone between his elbow and his shoulder. Was out for almost four months. He had a concussion against Bentley his sophomore year, and last year he had knee problems. So him being in the line, this is the first year. Even against even in junior, he missed a lot of time. This is his first year. Hopefully, knock on wood. And he plays every game. He's intense and competitive and a, and a leader. He's been a captain since a sophomore. Uh, really a, a great kid. And, uh, and you know, maybe he's not quite a pure goal scorer. He only got the five goals. But he, uh, he'll lead. He'll compete. He'll, he'll dig. Uh, I guess, you know, I, boy, this is a, a lofty comparison. But he's got a little Brad Marchand in him. I guess if that's the best uh, Bruin I can yeah. think of, the kind of kind of like Ben's game. <laughs> you love him or you hate him, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of folks. He'll he'll get into your craw, and you know. But then again, that's his game, and he'll he'll get into you. Mm-hmm. So it's but but for him this year has been special, I think, because he's gotten to play every he's played every game. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, and we're halfway through the year. There's no injuries, but it'd be curious to see how he carries himself for an entire year. See how his year goes. Bob, thanks for taking the time to join us. Bring us up to date on Clarkson. We appreciate it. I know Merrimack fans back home, if they, if they watch the video from here, they'll hear your voice. So I know they'll enjoy it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, and I feel bad for them having to listen to me, but thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Bob Alfell, our guest here from Clarkson Radio. Uh, we'll be back with more during this intermission. Merrimack taking on Clarkson from Chiel Arena. Back with more after this.